BK. I am your deliberator and facilitator for the Student Shift Podcast. As a higher ed professional, it is my pleasure to figuratively and literally take your hand and help you through the shift. All right, we're back with another episode of the Student Shift Podcast. I'm super excited because we have our first current student on the podcast today. Um, As you know, my name is VK, your facilitator and deliberator for the Student Shift Podcast. And today we have... Hi, my name is Allie Rack. Uh, My pronouns are she, they, and I am a second year student here at Western. Hey, all right. We love to have students on the podcast. This podcast is for students. Um, It's actually for anybody, but with a emphasis on students. So... Of course, we're excited to have a student here today. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. All right. So the question that we ask all of our guests to start off, kind of get the jitters out, is what is something that every incoming student should add to their Bronco bucket list? Um, in my opinion, I think that every student should go to Hopcat and have their fries. Mm. The first time I went to Hopcat and I had their fries, I was like, I just, it's like, I, it's like I, just, I just toyed with the devil, basically. Okay. Because those fries are so addicting. Okay. Because every time I go there, I'm like, no, I want to get a double order of these fries. So I think we need to paint a picture of these fries <laughs> for our listeners. Let's paint the picture. Okay. Because I mean, like, these are not just any fries. No, these are like beer battered. Like, basically, I think I was talking to somebody that they're like double fried, mm-hmm. beer battered, and have probably the best seasoning on them I've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. think of Texas Roadhouse steak fries, but 10 times better. Okay. Okay. And then do you have any kind of sides? What do you dip your fries in? What's your preference? Um, I tried their mustard once. A little too spicy for me. However, they do also have a cheese sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. That That is beautiful, wonderful, amazing, delectable. So good. Okay. And I'm hungry now. <laughs> Yes. So am I. <laughs> um, I can second that. Hopcat does have wonderful fries. I think it's interesting that Hopcat's fries is something that you're saying is something that our Broncos um, should definitely experience while in Kalamazoo. Tell us where you're from originally. Um, so I'm originally from a small town in Illinois called Sherwood. I'm like 45 minutes out of Chicago. Okay. So in where you're from, there's not a Hopcat. No, where I'm from, there is not a Hopcat. Okay, because Hopcat um, originated here in Michigan mm-hmm. um, in Grand Rapids in 2008. Um, so in the only places outside of Michigan that I believe they are, um, is in Nebraska and in Indiana. So they don't have a location in Illinois. That sucks. I wish there was. Yes. So, hey, listeners, Hopcat listeners, <laughs> hey, we need you in Illinois. True. Thank you. <laughs> Please. All right. So Hopcat fries. Get down to Hopcat and get some fries with a little cheese sauce on the side. Nice. All right. So let's hop into our topic questions. Um, You talked about where you're from. So you're from Illinois. Tell us why you chose Western. Uh, So in my senior year of high school, I was in this thing called like all district choir. It's basically like all state, but like specifically for districts. I actually come from one of the most like 
competitive districts. Nice. So we for like our director of it, because we have a director come from the universities. I actually had Dr. Adams, who is the choral director here at Western. Nice. And I fell in love with her conducting style. And I was like, I want you to be my conductor collegiately. So I applied to Western originally actually as a psychology student, but then I decided to pursue music. And I've been here ever since. Nice. Shout out to Dr. Kim- Adams. Kimberly Dunn Adams. Nice. I love her so much. Wonderful. That's wonderful. I love that. Um, that just goes to show that our faculty and staff here do make differences. You never know how you're touching lives of people. And, you know, and you landed here because of that person. Exactly. And I told her that, like, it was in my freshman year audition. I told her that. And she literally was like, Allie, I'm going to start crying. Because she is one of the most, like, humble people ever. Yeah. She is magnificent and is so talented but she will like she will admit it but she'll never let it get to her head she is so humble so people will like compliment her and be like you are the reason why I'm here and she will literally like start crying on the spot I love that that's beautiful she's wonderful Aw. so you mentioned that you um want to you're pursuing music oh excuse me you're pursuing music what is your major and what inspires you to pursue that field so i actually have a funny story i've had about three major changes in my time okay so i originally applied to western as a psychology student then i auditioned for the school of music and became just a general music major and then my current major right now is music therapy and then over the summer i added a marketing major nice uh so how i ended up at music therapy is of course the psychology and the music just general music student aspect but also all throughout high school I was like I have no idea what I want to do but I know I wanted to do something with music but also I want to do something with psychology Mm -hmm. so one of the band directors who I have like known all of my life basically because my sisters were in band she was like Allie you should look into doing music therapy Mm. I was like okay you know I'll keep that in the back of my mind yeah and then I got here I actually made a lot of friends who ended up being in the music therapy program and they're like you should look into it also come to find out that western is like one of the top three music therapy schools in the nation i was like okay sure i'll look into it i looked into it and i was like i actually think i could probably like do really well in this field so i went in for an interview with the faculty and basically right like in the middle of the interview they're like oh hey by the way no need to stress you're already accepted into the program and i was like i am because our pro- our program is so selective. So the yeah. fact that I was told that in the interview, I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. That's wonderful. I'm in the music program. And literally already doing stuff right now. Like I'm I'm in a course right now called Child Methods, where we learn how to use music therapy specifically for children. So it could be with uh, intellectual disorders. Uh, specifically right now we're working on like ADHD and then like we have stuff with cognitive disorders, physical abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. And being able to like demonstrate it. And at the end of the semester, we're actually going to be able to go out to a place in the community and like facilitate a music therapy session. And even doing like our little mock ones in class is like making me realize how much I want to do this career so I can like impact these people's lives yeah. in such a positive way with music like music has done to me and then marketing i added on over the summer because i actually was an orientation leader through the office of student transitions and i was just really bored and i was like you know what i'm learning all these things about these academic colleges what if i like 
hypothetically just make these brochures for them. Mm-hmm. So I did. And uh, one of the other fellow ossels, her name is Alex Kasperzak, uh, I showed her one of them one of these days and she was like, do you want to be my marketing assistant for WSA, which is the Western Suit Association? And I was like, this is what marketing is? Yeah. And I was like, I really enjoy marketing then. So I was just like... I also want to have my own private business when it comes to music therapy. Yeah. So I was like, what if I just add on a business major to music therapy? So that's my whole story about how I ended up being the double major that I am right now. That is beautiful. I love (laughs) how just like the experiences that you've had over time is helping shape what you want to do with your future. And I think that's the beauty of college because it's not always all the things in the classroom, which obviously are important because we got to get the degree. Exactly. But it's about the experiences that help you figure out what you want to do in the classroom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wonderful. I love hearing that. Um, So you kind of spoke a little bit about it with WSA, but what are you involved in on campus? Um, How did you start your involvement with those organizations or offices? And how has um, your involvement enriched your college experience? Awesome. So I'm actually a pretty busy person on campus. Uh, Last year, my freshman year, I was a part of an acapella group called Vocaholics. Oh, nice. I, however, like, can't be, I'm like a hiatus member this year just because my schedule is very busy right now mm-hmm. with everything else I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm kind of just taking a hiatus with that. Still love them though. It's such a fun group. Uh, this semester, however, I am a part of the WSA, which is the Western Student Association, which is the student government on campus. I'm actually in the cabinet for it as the assistant director of marketing and outreach. Nice. I am in a hip hop dance group on campus called 269. Why did I not know that? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Uh, yeah, that just recently happened. Okay. I, uh, Gianna Lepore, she was one of the fall welcome, uh, captains. Yeah, one of the fall welcome captains. She was actually my fall welcome leader last year. Okay. So, and like she posted something on her story that was like, join this dance group. And I was like, what if I like audition? And she was like, Allie, you should. And I was like, okay. And then I auditioned and I got in because a lesser known fact about me is that I used to dance a good amount, like in middle school and high school. Okay. Um, however, I didn't do like the contemporary stuff like that. I was very much so musical theater, jazz, tap and hip hop. Yeah. So the fact that we had a hip hop group here, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been like craving to dance again. Yeah. So I was like, why don't you join it? And actually next weekend, the like Halloween weekend. So the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, we have our first, uh, like recital. It's a student dance recital. Where's that? Uh, it's going to be in the Dalton Center on the third floor in Studio B. Nice. Okay. I have to come check you out. Yes, you, you should. Okay. I will send you the link to the tickets. Okay. Wonderful. Um, oh, what else am I part of? I actually just recently rushed a sorority on campus too. Okay. I okay. am a Sigma Kappa now. Shout oh, out to all of them. Congrats. Thank wow. you. Ellie, <laughs> has it, it's been too long since I've talked to you. I don't know any of these facts. Um... When I tell you this year, I was like, I'm going to do things I never thought I would I would ever do, like join a sorority. And when I tell you, I have been loving it so far. Yeah. The reason why I uh, decided to, uh, I informal rushed Sigma Kappa. So I did like all my research on the sororities that I wanted to join. Mm-hmm. And the reason what drew me to them was actually their philanthropy. Okay. Their philanthropy is the Alzheimer's Association. And that is one of the main demographics I want to work with music therapy. Okay. So I was like, that's a look great on a resume. I also might as well start like my care for like uh, patients with Alzheimer's and start doing a lot more research on it 
while in college, if that's especially one of my primary demographics I want to work with. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then offices on campus, clearly office of student transitions. I was an orientation leader. I was a fall welcome leader. And right now I'm actually currently an FYE co-facilitator. Oh my gosh, Ellie. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I, I mean, I just love to hear that because you're a second year student. Yeah. And so to be so involved on campus, like that is amazing. And like you mentioned before, um, a couple of things. You talked about how you danced in your past and you're like, shoot, well, I'm not really interested in like pursuing that as a major or doing like classroom things, but you can do something outside the classroom, which you join the dance. The dance. Yeah, that's really cool. And then also um, joining the sorority. You're like, I'm doing stuff that I never thought that I would do. You, It wasn't something that you're like, like when you're five years old, like I'm going to be in a sorority. Like it's not something that you would. Whenever I thought about college, I never thought that I would join a sorority. I was actually going to um, rush the music. Like for, uh, it's like sorority. Yeah. We have like music department one specific. Yeah. But then I was talking to one of my friends. Her name is Maddie Clissold. She's a part of the music uh, sorority called SAI, which mm-hmm. is Sigma Alpha Iota. But she's also a Sigma Kappa. And she was talking to me about Sigma Kappa. And she was like, you should just come to one of our like COB events. And I was like, OK, I will. Yeah. I went to the event and I immediately fell in love with the atmosphere. Yeah. And I was like, these girls are so funny. Mm-hmm. They're so awesome. It's like sorority life, especially at Western, is so unique because mm-hmm. it's not like Alabama where it's like so serious and stuff like that. Like here, it's just like. I don't want to say like goofy because we take it like seriously, but like it's not as serious as it's always depicted to be. Okay. It's like, it's definitely a lot more. I don't, I'm trying to figure out like a good way to word this. It's Maybe not, it's just like authentic. It is. You can be yourself. That's a very good way to word it. It's very yeah. authentic. We're like, from what I've seen, like down in Alabama, it's like people don't have, like, sometimes they like will change themselves yeah. to like fit into the sorority. But okay. here it's like, I can be my authentic self around all of these girls who I literally, I had like been in a room with them for five minutes. Yeah. And but you I felt was comfortable. Like, exactly. Like, but I felt so comfortable and I literally was just being myself around them and like going out and like right now we're in like big little season. So I've been going out and like my heart sister dates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that like, I'm not even awkward around them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to just like be my silly, silly little goofy self Yeah, around these people. I was like, sororities are so much more like fun than like depicted in like common media. Yeah, that's real. Why did you mention Alabama? Tell me about that. It's just because Alabama. Specifically. specifically Alabama. Yeah, I was like, like of all the states. <laughs> well, because at University of Alabama, they have like such big sorority life. There. Okay. Okay. Because like, this was, like just recently on HBO Max, they reached like this whole thing called like Bama Rush. It was like this huge documentary that came Oh, out. okay. So documentary. Okay. Um, and then also like on TikTok, like Alabama Rush is like so big. Okay. And like, I'm like, geez. So like sorority life like seems like so serious mm-hmm. and, stuff like that. and intimidating. It does. It seems so intimidating. I was yeah. like, I was like, these girls are like dressing up to go to all these events. We're like they they did here, of course, too. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so intimidating. Yeah. But then like I then like I do sorority stuff here, and I'm like, I like it just feels like a huge weight was lifted off of my shoulders because mm-hmm. like it was like the media depiction was wrong about it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so much more authentic here like you said like that's probably the most perfect word i can describe greek life here is that it's just authentic yeah 
it's just everyone being themselves and doing stuff that they're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like doing stuff for their philanthropies, like um, to shout out one of those uh, fraternities on uh, campus, like Phi Delta Theta. Yeah. Um, like doing, they do so much stuff for ALS. Like they've been doing stuff for like Iron Phi, which is like, you do this big feat of like physical strength, but then also raise a thousand dollars for charity. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon Darling. Know, yeah. Shout who, out to Brandon Darling for doing that. <laughs> yeah. He ran, what was it? A 5k with, with his a, tuba. With a phone. Yeah. Those things are heavy. Yeah. They were so heavy. And I saw he was doing that. I was like, Oh my yeah. gosh. Cause I was, I wasn't in marching band in high school, but I was like, basically an honorary band mom because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do band but like marching bands always kind of like need help and stuff like that yes yeah. sometimes need extra like, hands like, exactly they need extra hands mm-hmm. so I had a few friends who were like sousaphones and they were like hey Ellie try this on and mm-hmm. I put it on I was like oh my gosh this mm-hmm. is heavy so imagine like imagining that weight running a 5k yeah shout out to Brandon Darling because I could never yeah. do that. And it was, for, it was for such a great cause. It was. It was for such a great cause. For ALS. Exactly. And the fact that the like people in Greek life here are just like, I'm going to do this stuff mm-hmm. for such a better cause. It's like, it's so beautiful to me. Yeah. That like, they're so passionate about it. And the fact that I get to like, start doing stuff like that too, through my sorority, especially with a cause I'm very like passionate about such as Alzheimer's like when I get to the point of I have my license of being like a music therapist I want to do a study with Alzheimer's patients because Alzheimer's patients and like the remembrance of music and how music can bring back so many memories for them Mm -hmm. it's so interesting and I want to be able to dive into that more yeah so the fact that like already right now I'm going to be supporting such a good cause Mm -hmm. of that I'm like wow that's so it's genuinely just so cool. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Shout out to the Office of um, Student Engagement. Sure. I know that um, fraternity and sorority life go through that office. They have really great opportunities. And for those listeners that are interested, obviously, um, Allie just named one sorority, but there's multiple out there. So, so you have many. to find the one that works for you. Exactly. But And then also, Greek life isn't for everybody, and that's okay, too. Exactly. And there's still options to get involved on there's campus. So, so many options to get involved, like especially being in the Western Student Association and especially doing marketing for it like we post constant like uh, advertisements onto our story of all these RSOs that I didn't even know existed on campus but my biggest advice when it comes to like wanting to join Greek life and stuff like that is especially do your research going in to like see which one you feel like has like the biggest call to you because mm-hmm. me and one of my friends were talking about it she's in a, a sorority on campus called Alpha Omicron Pi mm-hmm. shortened to AOPI yeah and uh, we both were like philanthropy bids. Yeah. Because uh, AOPI is with juvenile arthritis. Okay. And her grandma, uh, I, be- I believe it's her grandma, mm-hmm. has juvenile arthritis. So it's like something that she's so passionate about. Alzheimer's is something I'm so passionate about. So especially if the sorority like has something or like a value that you are so passionate about, even with fraternities too. Yeah. Go for it. Just yeah. give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Go to like one of the continuous ongoing bidding events. Uh, I know in the spring we're going to be doing another round of those. Yeah. So I would say just give it a shot. You never have to accept the bid, but just kind of just see like, if you're hesitant, 
Just try it in the water. Exactly. This is a perfect, I think college is a perfect opportunity for you to go out and experience things that you just wouldn't normally be attracted to. Exactly. That's literally exactly what I did. And I'm loving it. Wonderful. All right. So moving right along. Um, we kind of talked about campus a little bit, um, and we did talk about Hopcat. So aside from Hopcat, what is your favorite spot either on campus or in Kalamazoo? Um, on campus, definitely. I have been loving the new student center. Oh my gosh. It's so nice in there. Yes. And especially with being in the Washington Student Association and especially being in cabinet specifically, we have an office space in the student organization center, which is also known as the SOC. Yeah. And one of my friends always jokes with me. That's like, Allie, you're always cooking in the sock. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am. I will like be doing homework in there. I'll be doing marketing material in there. I'm just always in that space just because it's, I don't always want to go back to my apartment. Yeah. And I don't always want to like be in the music building. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's such a nice like medium in between where I can just go and do my work. And plus I like get like random visits from like either random people or other like WSA cabinet members. And I'm like, there's no other place where you would get that experience besides being in the student center or like even sitting downstairs, like at the Starbucks, which off topic real quick, that Starbucks, my kryptonite. <laughs> oh my gosh. The fact that we have one on campus, it's yeah. so bad. The amount of iced pumpkin chives that I've gotten in like the past month. Mm-hmm. No normal person should have. I love that. (laughs) I love that. It's it's funny because I was going to mention the Starbucks and, you know, coming from someone that is an alum of Western, Mm -hmm. like we had uh, Bigby in um, Bernhard and then like just uh, other varieties of places. But I am here to tell you listeners that the new student center is epic. It is really epic. Awesome. I honestly could not imagine something so beautiful on Western's campus. I know. I mean, we have a lot of beautiful buildings. I I mean, don't get us wrong. But I forgot exactly who I was talking to. I think it was actually Dr. Ravidran, who is the dean of students. Yeah. And I was like, I have never seen a building in Western so bustling with life. Yeah. Like you will see everybody and everybody, anybody really yes. in that building, whether it be they're walking to, like through to go to a class because it's raining outside. They don't want to get wet. Yeah. Or like they're exploring it for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so unique. Yes. What a student unique. Center, it's so unique what a student center can bring to campus. Yeah. And like me and my friends always after class, like we need a debrief after a really bad like 8 a.m. music theory class. <laughs> We're like, we got to go debrief at Starbucks. I never thought I'd ever like say that. Like I need to go debrief at the student center Starbucks. Yeah. With my friends. Yeah. And that's so cool to me. The yeah. fact that like we have that on campus now and like the amount of like stuff that like can go on in there, like uh, in the gathering series, which is like in the center of the heart, the heart, mm-hmm. which is like literally in the heart of the student center. It's like, you have like basically like a little mini stages in my opinion. The school of music now actually like they host jazz combos there, like through the campus activities board. I love that. They host jazz combos like during lunch on majority of Wednesdays now. And I remember sitting out of the store and I was like, why do I have to have a class right now? I want to go listen to jazz in the student center. Yeah. And like 
uh, also for like WSA and like CAD purposes, like the amount of events that we could hold on in there mm-hmm. is so much. Like we did stuff a plush in there. We did like uh, we had people during mental health week hosting like coaster painting. Yeah. Like we have our WSA meetings in there now too, which like the ballrooms are absolutely gorgeous. And it there. overlooks like part of campus. It's a it beautiful view. It is genuinely such a beautiful view on the student center. So that's my favorite on campus location. Okay. Off campus. This is, this is hard. Cause I'm actually going to go somewhere not in downtown Kalamazoo. I love going to Target. <laughs> so probably the Target, literally five minute, a five minute drive from campus. Okay. Also so dangerous for me. Okay. I go into the clearance section and I'll see something and I'm like, I I need that. Never thought I would, but yes. now I'm seeing it in front of me and I'm like, no, I need this. Yes, because Target told you what you needed. Yeah, exactly. Because Target told me <laughs> that I needed this. <laughs> I love that. Like, I I also used to never be an energy drink person, but I went with one of my friends to Target, and they're like, Allie, you should try this energy drink. It was like a dollar. And I was like, you know what? Target's telling me to do this. And plus, you know, with the logic of girl money, it's yeah. free. So it's a dollar. It's free. I'm going to go buy this energy drink. And now I have a whole case of it in my fridge from Costco. Um, <laughs> shout out to Alani. Uh, I love that energy drink so much. It's so good. Okay. It's wonderful. Never heard of it, but I'll have to check it it's out. so good. I am always like, I never want to drink energy drinks because they taste like battery acid. <laughs> if that tastes like battery acid, that is the best battery acid I've ever had. Fair. <laughs> Real fair. But literally me and my friends just be like, we're bored. Do you want to go to Target? Yeah, let's go to Target. Like, and who we'll, doesn't? Exactly. Who doesn't want to go to Target? Like, we'll just go there and we'll just walk around for hours. Like, are we being menaces in the store? Yeah. But also we're having fun, yeah. so it's okay. It's about the experience. It is. It's about the experience. It's yeah. like... What else are you going to do in the Midwest? Yeah. Go to Target. Yeah. It's the Target air, I think. Um, it's funny because <laughs> I've had, you know, people ask, like, what is it about Target? It's the air. Like, you have to go experience the air. It is. You have to go <laughs> experience the air in Target because when you go in there, it's like something awakens in you and you're like, I need to buy half of this store. Yes. And it's happiness. It just, is. Just joy. Like pure serotonin. <laughs> All right. Well... Um, so we talked a lot about your involvement on campus. We talked a lot about what you're doing, um, and what you like to do in the community. Let's bring it back into like academics a little bit. How do you balance your coursework with your campus involvement in your social life? So how do you balance your coursework between those target runs, between those organizations and the sorority and the dance group? Like, how do you ensure that you complete what you're here to do? That's actually such a good question because see, even being in my second year, it's like I'm still new to Western, so I'm still trying to find that balance of all of it. Mm-hmm. However, the like the balance I've kind of came up with right now is like since I'm a music student, a lot of my homework is practicing. Okay. Like I will have to like practice for like my voice lessons where I have to go practice for like a piano exam. So I will have like hour breaks where I will just like go into a practice room and I will just like run my music. But then also while I'm running my music, I will like try to play 
the piano of like my melody that I'm singing or like just the basis of like the piano chords. So I get like a, like a tune to it. So it's like, I'm combining two and one at first, Mm -hmm. but then when it comes to like my music theory homework or like my RL skills homework, which RL skills is like the ear training aspect of like music theory. It's more so whenever I kind of just like find time to, because most of the time it's like, okay, so my homework is due on Thursday. Like at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started on 8 a.m. That's when my homework is due. But throughout my day, I'll have like these two-hour breaks in between my classes where like, like I said, I go to the student center and I'll kind of just vibe there. And that's the majority of the time where I get my homework done. And also I'm taking like a fully asynchronous class right now. And that's also when I get majority of that homework done. So okay. whenever I kind of like find the time to... I will just like lock in. I'll just do so much work that I can. Mm -hmm. And then especially if I see one of my friends, I'm like, hey, do you want to like go work on the music theory assignment? Just like and go get lunch. And they're like, yeah, let's go. So it's like in a way I'm able to like incorporate my social life into all of that stuff. Okay. But then also like I kind of I set a limit from when I will work on homework. So it's like when I like when it reaches like Six o'clock. Mm-hmm. I won't do homework. Okay. The rest of the night will be for me. Okay. So it's like I kind of make sure I have like that healthy balance of I have to do my homework throughout the day mm-hmm. so that when I get home, I can have my time to either get ready before I have to run to a rehearsal or I just have my time to relax. Good. Okay. Nice. Um, so share with us any of your best study tips or strategies that have worked well for you so far. And, you know, keeping in consideration that, um, you are a second year student Mm -hmm. and, and like you mentioned, you're still trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. and things change from year to year. We mature, you know, all the things, but right now in this moment, like what works best for you, um, study wise? Definitely doing study sessions with my friends. Okay. Because sometimes like music theory in general, it's always like the whole thing of like, it's not rocket science when it comes to schoolwork. Music theory, if anything, would be a step above it. Okay. People should, I feel like should start saying it's not music theory. Because <laughs> music theory is so hard to understand. Okay. Especially when it's like, it's eight o'clock in the morning and like people are like trying to teach you this. And you're like, I just woke up like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. But then you like you will grab some of the things, but then your friend will also grab some of like the topics. And then when you put it together, you can actually fully understand what's going on because yeah. like your brain will like pick up on like certain parts of it. Mm-hmm. So I personally right now, I love studying with my friends mm-hmm. or like say if I don't have time to, I will just I will I will like go through a chapter of Actually, I'll do this as an example. So I'm in a microeconomics class right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll read a chapter of the of the coursework. I'll put down all the information that I think is valuable. I'll just put it straight into a Quizlet. Oh. And I'll just study it. Okay. Shout out to Quizlet. Okay. I, Quizlet was my lifesaver, especially last year. I was in an abnormal psychology class. Mm-hmm. And there are so many terms in psychology that you're like, I'm not going to remember all of this. Quizlet, my number one lifesaver for remembering all of those terms because they have so many different things on Quizlet now that they never used to have. Okay. They have like a quiz option. They have like a matching game where you can match like the words to the term and stuff like that. It's, it's became a lot more than just like a flashcard site. Like it used to be. Yeah. Cause that's what I know it to be is a flashcard site. So there's different options for different learners. There's a lot more different options now. And also 
Um, one of my biggest tips is kind of learning what kind of learner you are. Like mm-hmm. I am very much so I'm an auditory as well as visual. Mm-hmm. Like I need an example in front of me for me to understand what's going on. Yeah. But then also I can understand it too. If you're just kind of like explaining it to me in very deep detail, but like it has to be a mixture of both of those. So like quiz, that's how, that's why Quizlet works for me because it's like, Oh, I have like the visual example in front of me. But then also that's why working with like my friends helped me. Cause it's like the mixture of the auditory plus the example, especially if you have something in front of us. Yeah. Nice. And even if you don't have friends in your class, I think it's important to find a friend or find exactly. a buddy. You know, even if it is like not someone that you would necessarily go out, hang out with, but it's someone that is dependable. And you're like, yes, that is my class buddy that we study together. We go to the library, we exactly. do whatever. Like doing that or also uh, taking advantage of like your professor's office hours, mm-hmm. especially if you don't understand fully what's going on. I just kind of go and be like, hey, would you like would you mind explaining this to me a little bit more like taking advantage of that i've definitely started doing that this year and it's been so beneficial because like in class they only have a certain amount of time to just be like oh uh this is everything that you need to know right now mm-hmm. but then being able to go to these office hours and be like hey i know you explained this would you mind explaining it to me more they're able to go a lot more in depth with you with you and kind of like tend to exactly do what you need like what you're struggling to understand Mm -hmm. so definitely taking advantage of that is another big tip yeah i think that that also is important because uh your professors um depending on the size of your class don't always know who you are so it's really good to just go and introduce yourself to your professor Mm -hmm. go to our office hours you know get the help you need but Mm -hmm. you know in the future you may need that recommendation from the professor you may need a instructor whatever so it's important to just put yourself out there introduce yourself yeah good one so you mentioned going to office hours Mm -hmm. um are there any other resources or support services that you recommend um students take advantage of on campus i personally recommend uh going to syndicus and going to their free you get eight free therapy sessions per academic year okay and i personally recommend going through syndicus I actually just recently talked to an FYE student about this because they were just like, hey, could you, would you mind telling me a little bit more about the Syndicus process? And for students who don't know exactly what might go on, thankfully, I've actually gone through this process before and I'm studying therapy. So I can go like a very quick like TLDR of what happens when you guys go into a therapy session at Syndicus. Your first session will be called an intake appointment. Basically, you go in, you kind of flush out your whole life to them, basically just like, here's all my trauma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or here's some things I want to focus on. Yeah. Here's you don't have to dump it all. Exactly. Okay. But basically, TLDR, she's like, here's some things I want to focus on in therapy. And then from that therapy session, it will actually refer you to a lot of other resources on campus. Like we have uh, graduate assistants who are studying counseling who... Like you, uh, you can be referred to, you can be referred to the psychiatrist or you can be referred to a therapist on campus. I was referred to an art therapist. Her name is Jessica Alice Stock. I, she is such a wonderful therapist. Um, and then from that session forward, you will start seeing who you were referred to. And then you kind of just like from there, you can schedule more sessions or like say if you reach the end of your eight free sessions and you're like, I think I want to pursue like, like another option 
from then you can get another referral to go to another place or say if you want to stay with your therapist you would have to like continue paying through syndicates but also if you don't have like insurance you're insurance sure to cover it i know that through syndicates you can actually apply for medicaid okay uh they will help you throughout that whole process and even that comes in handy, like say if you like you get sick or like mm-hmm. you need to go get like a vaccine or something like that. It's like you have so many opportunities to like take care of yourself. And like I, d- I didn't know that like Sue was gonna apply for Medicaid until I actually became an orientation leader. Okay. So that was one thing I stressed so much to my students. I was like, hey, if you guys don't have health insurance, go do this. Yes. Because genuinely, like we have so many resources on campus that are there to help students, but. Some students just like don't know what they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Definitely take advantage of that free therapy. Um, I'm an advocate of therapy, so mm-hmm. I'm going to always uh, hype that up. And I appreciate you bringing that up mm-hmm. um, because um, as you come into college, it's a transition. It it's is, a shift. It's, it's a huge shift. It is a huge shift because you're going from like living with your parents and basically you're like fastball pitched into like being alone you have to manage your own finances you have to manage how to take care of yourself you have to make appointments for yourself it's like there's no transition period through like high school to college all you have is that summer if you're like if you're deciding to go to college right after high school you have that summer to basically try to learn all these things also have a social life and then when you come into college you're like oh my gosh what is happening right now Yep. It's a lot of moving parts. It's so many moving yeah. parts. Yeah. Hence why the Office of Student Transitions exists because we right. help you through um, those transitions and we help connect you to those resources and those services and anything that you need as you transition into college. True. So um, definitely take advantage of us too. True. Shout out to OST. <laughs> My favorite office on campus. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into a question that may, um, you know, be a little triggering. I don't know. Um, but I do want to put that um, trigger warning out there for any listeners, but then also for you. Um, what have been some of the most significant challenges you've experienced as a student and how have you overcome them? Oh, wow. Um, definitely. I um I'm actually going to put my own trigger warning out there. I'm going to kind of dive into like a little bit of mental health stuff like that. So like if mental health is a little bit like, like sensitive to you, I would just probably like skip for like probably like 10 minutes ish. I don't know, depending how long I decide to talk to you. Um, <laughs> okay. So I actually, I'm diagnosed with anxiety and OCD. Okay. So I... I didn't know about the OCD for a while, but I knew about the anxiety for a bit. So coming into college, especially as like a new adult, my anxiety was terrible my first semester. And then when I came back second semester, everything kind of hit me. And my anxiety, like was t- like my anxiety and like I was going through a depressive episode at the same time. Like it was really bad. And I uh I got put on antidepressants and stuff like that, love my Zoloft. And I kind of to combat that the antidepressants helped. And then also I started going to therapy to then better like help myself and stuff like that through this transition. Because my biggest thing that I could have, if I could have told my freshman self was like to take care of that, like, or take advantage of that therapy session sooner. Yeah. Because even if you don't feel like you're struggling, like sometimes even just talking to somebody, it's so beneficial because like, sure you can talk to your friends, but what's for some reason, like in front of a professional, 
you just let out so much more. Yeah. It's like something I even have like studied through my music therapy studies that like in front of a professional, for some reason, the client will always just release everything. Yeah. Cause they know like, it's like subconsciously their brain knows like that's your job. Mm-hmm. That's your job. And they will just unleash everything. And definitely going to therapy was probably one of the, like my biggest, like, things I did to overcome that mm-hmm. another challenge that I kind of deal with. And like, I know a lot of fine arts students deal with is imposter syndrome Yeah, because you go from your high school where you're kind of deemed like the best. Yeah. And then you go to like, cause I'm not going to lie. Like Western is like a very like cheaper prestigious music school. So you go to another place where you are also among the best of the best. Yeah. Like you are with the best, of the best from everybody else in high school, like in the theater department in dance in art and in music. Like our fine arts college is so competitive, Mm -hmm. which is like surprising because you wouldn't expect that from Western. Yeah. But it is so competitive Mm -hmm. so that when you walk in, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm one of the best of the best. You start comparing yourself to everybody else. and You're like, I shouldn't be here. Like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like imposter syndrome is something that like I I like being helping my freshman friends out with right now. It's like it will hit you so hard, especially as a fine arts student, but even in like other areas of study. Like I know I have a friend who goes to Iowa state university who is an engineering major. And she was like, Oh my gosh. Like the amount of imposter syndrome I get going into my class and seeing like all of these like males and like such a male dominating field, like her being the only female, it's like, I shouldn't be here. Imposter syndrome like hits everybody in such different ways. And like, we're like hitting waves. (laughs) I'm like still learning how to like fully overcome it. But, and my biggest thing that I've been using to overcome it is having my support system of friends. Yeah. Like I have so many friends who like my main friend group right now is like, you have a mixture of like performance majors, um, music ed majors and like a bunch of other like things. And it's like the one thing that we all have in common, no matter our major is, is that we all struggle with, some form of imposter syndrome yeah and we all able to like bond with it so it's like knowing that you're not alone in that feeling but then also having that support system there to be like no you're worthy of being here. exactly because i like me and my friends have like i've heard that from them they've heard it from me yeah we have all told each other basically like you are worthy of going to a music school to pursue music and even like to anybody listening right now who may be struggling with imposter syndrome, sometimes you just like need to like look in the mirror and say it. Or if you just want to even like play me saying this, look in the mirror and like lip sync to me. You are worthy of studying what you are studying right now. You wouldn't have been accepted here if you weren't worthy of studying it. That's so beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for your of vulnerability. What are your aspirations and plans, uh, both academically and professionally, as you continue your college journey? Um, so my aspirations as I continue my college journey is like probably actually getting a little bit more involved than I already am on campus. Like um, depending on like who runs for president of USA next year, I want to run for the department, uh, like the department head or director of the marketing and outreach for the Western Student Association. Okay. Because 
Uh, me and Alex Gasperzak, love her. She basically did a whole marketing overhaul for the Western Student Association. And like that marketing code is like her child and basically in a way it's became my stepchild. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, that's the marketing aspect. That is our brand. Okay. And it's like, people need to like uphold it. So it's like me already being her assistant. It's like, I want to help people learn how to uphold it and like further throughout like the cabinet be like, this is what we need to uphold through that. Mm-hmm. Um, with my sorority, maybe like um, running for like an executive officer position or something like that. Uh, be able to join my acapella group again. Yeah. Um, kind of like keep my dances like that's me. That's my me time. That's my very much so like I'm going to go dance. So like probably not like furthering my like e-board position in there. Mm-hmm. Um that's like me like being involved in like continuing like aspirations with that but academically i of course just want to like continue pursuing my studies um possibly do like some marketing internships throughout the summer um maybe like start like specifically like marketing standpoint like running more social medias for things like um running the social media maybe even for my like dance group for my sorority or stuff like that because mm-hmm. i already do it for wsa like that's literally my job yeah social media for that um also um i did apply to like run as an apm and oh my gosh like, what's that apm uh assistant program manager for the office of student transitions Ooh. i applied for it okay um and I always, I joke with the current APM of social media right now. His name's Cole Hinsman. Shout out to him. I'm always like, Cole, I'm going to take your job. <laughs> Cole, and Cole is graduating. Cole is graduating. Okay. Cole, he is graduating. <laughs> He's graduating. I promise. I wouldn't just be mean and like take your job. <laughs> but I just, throughout the summer, I was like, Cole, when you graduate, I want to take your job. <laughs> um, but basically doing a lot more marketing stuff like that, specifically with social media, because I'm learning how much I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um possibly even doing like social media internships like through uh the Hayworth College of Business because they like push internships like crazy through yeah. there mm-hmm. with music therapy it's like I already like know my track that I'm already doing with it that's more so specifically like once I graduate from Western I want to pursue grad school because I also as a therapist can't get paid until I have my master's mm-hmm. but then even after my master's and I'm already like doing my job for a few couple of years I actually want to pursue a doctorate just in general psychology okay just because it's like I already got my master's might as well like get my doctorate okay I also feel like that would just be so cool to be like I'm the first doctor in my family I love it I just like it's just like it's always been an aspiration of mine to like want to have my doctorate in something mm-hmm. and it's like what do I want my doctorate in and then I was just I just sat in my room one night and I was like I think I just had my whole education planned out because I want to get my master's in music therapy mm-hmm. I probably would continue studying here and then uh, pursue probably elsewhere to go get my doctorate in psychology nice. and then if I decide to get another doctorate a doctorate in music okay beautiful beautiful I love it I love it I can't wait to see all those dreams and aspirations come through to fruition well come to fruition I say I'm a very ambitious person so I those will all be happening yeah <laughs> absolutely they will happen you gotta yes. manifest it manifest I'm also it. just so ambitious that and stubborn that like when I have something in mind I go for it. Yeah. So it's like, I say all these things, people and they're like, are you actually going to do that? I'm like, yeah. Watch me. Uh-huh. Watch me. I'm going to do this. Yep. Because uh, I'm just pushing myself in that way. I so. love it. I love it. I love it. 
So as we wrap up the show, I have a couple things for you. Um, are you able to share with us some of your favorite memories or moments at WMU so far? Uh, of course I can. And then what are any of your last thoughts or words of wisdom for our student listeners? Okay. Awesome. Gladly. So, um, actually one of my most favorite, like recent memories is, um, I, uh, whatever like, I, uh, how do I want to word this? So over the summer, I actually broke up with my ex, which it was all mutual. It's okay. We're, let's say we're fine now. Um, However, through breaking up with him, I have been able to get like closer to some people I never thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and like this whole friend group of like music majors, I actually mentioned them recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we all for some reason started saying the word pookie. So we call ourselves like the pookie mafia. <laughs> okay. Or the house of pookie. Okay. And like those guys are some of my best friends and like so many memories I've made all include them like Mm -hmm. we went to for music majors we have this thing called music convocation which is like events that we have to go to and like get a certain amount of credits of to like show appreciation within our own like major yeah and uh, we went to one it was a recital for people who went and studied uh, in Amsterdam through like a music uh, actually it was through like a vocal camp okay so we went to that and then right afterwards we all went to the student center because we had a it was it was our first music theory exam and we were like we don't want to do this alone yeah so we were like we went to the student center and we just studied and we were like <laughs> we <laughs> we studied so long and like we were like losing our minds halfway through but it was so fun i never thought i would have fun studying somewhere yeah but like when you have that like group of people where like you can study get work done but still goof around yeah it's so much fun like that that night sometimes we should play in my head and like that night was so funny we were all literally just studying like we all of course of course academic honesty we of course all went home and like did our like our the exam ourselves but literally we just studied for like three a good three hours i would say yeah. like we were together for a good amount of time yeah and it was so it was so fun fun um, yet productive exactly it was fun yet productive yeah um another one of my favorite memories or like moments at western probably would actually have to be being an orientation leader oh <laughs> it sure were some of those nights some of the most grueling long days yes oh my gosh i those 15 hour work days sometimes would take take a good amount out of me mm-hmm. but it's more so like the fact that I was an orientation leader and seeing all my orientation students from like at fall welcome. Yeah. The amount of students I have had run and come hug me or be like, Oh my gosh, you're my fall welcome like leader again. Like I'm so happy to have you again. I was like, because it's hard to remember them all. It's, it's hard so to, hard you to went through so all. many students. I went through so many students. But yeah. the fact that like, they remembered you they remembered and you. how you made them feel. Exactly. That was like, I, me and Alex literally talked afterwards and I was like, that made every, that made those 15 hour grueling days, like all of that stuff I like had to go through during orientation. Like I loved it. Wouldn't you change it for the world? Just sometimes during those hot days and you're walking around. Campus, oh yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Tiring. But 
that those moments made those days so worth it. I love it. The fact that they like I had um like this one group that I got like like we all like clicked immediately instantly with each other. Like they vibed with my energy and stuff like that. I think every member of that group, when they found me, came and hugged me. Oh. And I literally almost started sobbing. Even like with people who weren't even in that group, just anybody who came and hugged me and were like, I'm so happy to see you again. I'm like, I'm ah. gonna start crying. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how much of an impact I made on these students. And one of them I'm actually in choir with right now, her name's Savannah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had like a retreat for our choir and we had this thing where it's like write a post-it note for like for like people in your section or like people that you're friends with in the choir. And it was just like a, a post-it note of affirmations. Yeah. And her post-it note literally made me cry. She was Aww. like, I'm so glad I changed groups that day to like come join you because all of her friends were in my group. Yeah. And she was like, you literally have been my rock for the past few weeks, like helping me get through and like with my transition to Western. And I was like, I didn't like, it's so, you never realize the impact you make on people Mm -hmm. until you have these like specific moments. And that like kind of put into like a perspective, like how much of an impact you can make as a person. Yeah. And that's like one of my last like thoughts and words of wisdom kind of like to tie into that. It's like, out like you can make such a difference to people's lives and you don't even know it mm-hmm. like i i had a few students even come up to me and be like you're the reason why i came to i actually decided to commit to western oh i was like oh my gosh and like people were like ali like could you like would you mind like telling me about like how to be an orientation leader be a fall welcome leader like wonderful i i feel like that'd be such a fun job because you made it look so fun and i'm like Aww. you guys don't even understand how much on the inside i was like i'm sweaty I'm, <laughs> i was like literally on the inside i was like oh my gosh I'm so tired. But on the outside, it was like, I'm going to make this so fun for them. Yeah. I will push all of those concerns aside just to make it fun for these students. So it's like, you never realize the impact that you make on people. Like, like I always, like, it's like the last words of wisdom. It's like, I never want to say go get involved, but like Mm -hmm. getting involved on campus, you can make such an impact to Western Mm -hmm. and like to these students on campus. Mm -hmm. Like even even within like your like RSOs and stuff like that, like I have like through WSA, like I have met people that I never thought I'd even talk to and they have made such big impacts on my life by making me feel like so included. Like I'm like our only sophomore in cabinet and like it's me and actually a freshman in cabinet. We're like the youngest people in cabinet. Yeah. But these guys were all like, we're going to make you feel so at home here. Mm-hmm. And it's been wonderful. Even in like my dance group too, it's like everybody else is a dance major. I am not a dance major. Like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a few non-majors, but it's like majority are dance majors. I feel so like, I don't want to say like left out, but it's like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. But it's still like, we're going to make you feel included. Like, come on. Like even in my seniority too, it's like, Everybody on campus will make you feel so included and like they will leave an impact on you. And like that will like that inspired me to like make an impact on other people. So it's like it's like a chain reaction of impacts that like can be made on you. You can make on people. And it's so cool. So my biggest like my, my last words of wisdom is to get involved and to learn the impact that you can make on people through getting involved. Wonderful. Let's leave it there. (laughs) 
that is a wrap. You have just tuned into Student Shift. Be kind, be well. The Student Shift Podcast provides information, expectations, and answers about Bronco life on the campus of WMU in a fun and easily accessible platform. 